The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. And the postseason is upon us, and we have a new defensive coordinator. We're going to talk about all that and more here on show 567. Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have Welcome to Vegas, Gus Bradley. We're going to talk about Gus Bradley, who he is, what he is, and where he's from. Deshaun Watson could be free. <laughs> Lots of rumors on that deal, but Vegas is involved. We're going to hit on that. We have a bone line call. It should wrap it up. You know this is the postseason for the Raiders, but it's really not the postseason for Raider Nation podcast. We're going to keep rolling. Welcome, Gus Bradley, to the Las Vegas Raiders, bro. Gus Bradley... From his interview, I think he presents a character that can do business. I think he's a good communicator. He's proven so. He has a good pedigree, came from the Legion of Boom. He learned his defense from Monty Kiffin. And you know that? (laughs) Monty Kiffin, world-renowned defensive coordinator who led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a dominant defense in 2002, let's not forget. And he's done a good job everywhere he has gone. Okay, guys, I'd like to introduce the defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley. You can open up with some remarks and with, with questions. First of all, I want to appreciate the opportunity to be a Raider now and uh, excited about the future and what it brings. Hey, Coach, Jerry McDonald from the Bay Area News Group. I was curious as to what uh, what four years as a head coach did to you as a coordinator? Did it change you in, in terms of your outlook and how you how you looked at things and how you that's, Yeah, that's a great question now. I, I think it has. Because <clears throat> when you're a head coach, you're involved in many of the offensive meetings. You know, you're sitting in with the offensive personnel and offensive staff, and you're hearing how they game plan, how they do it by formations, what formations they think best attack this style of defense. So I I think in many ways it was beneficial. It did give me a different view of how to look, maybe how defenses are attacking us or offenses are attacking us. Can I just ask you a little bit about the – what kind of attracted you to this position? What attracts you to this whole defense? And, and just your conversations with, with Gruden preparing for this job. And what kind of sold you on the, uh, on the opportunity here in Vegas? Right. Well, it, it all started, you know, obviously Coach Gruden and I have, uh, have had experience together when we were together at Tampa. I was fortunate that he hired me from North Dakota State, both him and Monty Kiffin. We've known each other for quite a few years. And we stayed in contact, you know, when we see each other at the combine. But what I was really impressed was when I came in here to interview, it was just the vision that coach had. And I had a chance to meet with with Mark Davis. He was in on the interview and shared his vision and 
to hear John Gruen's vision, Mike Mayock's vision. It was something that was very good for me to hear and to see just how they are so closely related. And uh, it was just a very, very positive experience. And then the Vegas part of it, I mean, you hear so many good things. It really is. When you talk to coaches that are here, and, and there's not one negative thing about being in Vegas. It's all positive. So, I mean, we could feel it even when we, I was part of the Chargers driving up to the stadium uh, to see where the stadium's located. And there was fans outside in the parking lot, even though they couldn't go in the building. So, I don't know. It, it, it's just something I think we're all very excited about. The people here have been outstanding and really can't look forward to the first day. Yes, it's uh, Josh Gibau from Associated Press. Just wondering, some defensive coaches have the philosophy of building from the line back and some from the secondary up in terms of how they want their defense. Do you have a philosophy on that and just how you want to build a defense? Well, um, really where it all starts is up front. And I think that's that's first and foremost, you know, to, to get things right up front and um, – you know, and, and then fill it in everywhere else. But uh, you need quality players at each group, at each level, to be successful in the NFL. And then, um, you know, the ability to really communicate that information to them so it truly looks like football. Welcome to Vegas, Gus. Uh, Leva Edwards from Raiders.com. Uh, uh, being on the outside looking in for three years with the Chargers, what would you say has been the strengths of the Raiders' defense? And uh, are you excited about working with them? Well, uh, I would say this, you know, you, to be honest with you, you don't spend a lot of time watching the other side's defense. The offense, the Raiders offense have had a chance to look at them for the last three years, you know, six times that we, we played each other. So, but I do know this, that the Raiders, when we prepare for them, when we talk about the Raiders as a team, we know that they play extremely hard and with great effort. And that's what I know every weekend, week out when we played them during those times. That's what you saw on tape. Um, I think as far as for me as a defensive coordinator watching the offense, I've just seen it grow the last three years, the offense. I think that, you know, they're getting pieces in place, but really just how the offense has evolved. And it's a very difficult offense to get a feeling for how they're going to attack you as a defense because they're very multiple. And, and I think they do a really good job of utilizing their talent. So, you know, I'm more familiar with the offensive side and been very impressed with that. I know they've got a lot of skilled players, a lot of talent up front, and uh, it's always a challenge to game plan. And then defensively, just that their ability to play hard and they make plays. You know, they were, they were making plays at critical times. And if you can do that as a defense consistently, you've got a chance. Hi, Coach. Congratulations. Uh, this is Anthony from the Fresno Bee. Uh, just you just talked about vision just a minute ago. Just curious, what is your vision for this de- uh, for your new defense, and what do you want to see from the players? I know it's early, but just have you thought about that yet? Sure. Yeah, I think that the style that you should see is a team that plays with great effort, great enthusiasm, great toughness, and a defense that plays smart. That that is our key. That's the style. Uh, when people talk now, if you just said, "Hey, what what is our non-negotiables?" That is fast, physical, and we've got to find a way to get the ball. And uh, we got to set up opportunities for the offense to score, give them possessions. And, uh, you know, every call that we design is really whether even if it's if it's just a three deep, uh, like you say, or, or uh, man coverage. We want the players to have the mindset that every t- every call that we have is designed to get the ball. And um, it's very important, the communication that takes place within the defense. 
Um, we're going to add defenses. We're going to be very multiple, but not the expense that we don't play fast. That's first and foremost. Hey, Gus, uh, Vinny Bonsignor with the Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, I'm sure part of the, the process in, in talking to John was um, you know, articulating your plan for, for getting the current players from point A to B to C uh, and so on and so forth. They've made a lot of investments in draft picks, uh, free agency, uh, in, in getting some pieces in place. Uh, from what you've seen in the short film work or whatever that you've uh, done looking at this defense, what is your plan for, for getting some of these younger players, Cleve Farrell, Damon Arnett, Trayvon Mullen, Jonathan Abram, uh, up to speed and to that next level? Well, I think first and foremost is, is to build what uh, obviously the, the staff, previous staff has, has done here. I mean, it's, you're doing a great job with fundamentals and things like that. And then you involve a new system. What I would say is it is a system now we have in place. And there's things that are non-negotiables, but, but we also don't want our players to be robots. There's things that we do that we feel strongly about. And it's really based on fundamentals and, uh, you know, things like communication, fundamentals, tackling, um, you know, guys, a get off, you know, up front with the defensive line. So there's some non-negotiables like that. It's an exciting defense to play. And I would say that the players will be very excited to be a part of it because they know that they're going to have the ability to play fast. And I think it's our job as coaches is really to evaluate the players and then put them in position to where they can make plays. And like I said, for me to be fair to the players, that's what's going to take place the next month or so. You know, we're going to be heavy in tune to it. I'm excited about a guy, um, Coach Ron Marinelli is going to be a part of this staff, and he was another big reason why this was so important, I think, to take a look at this opportunity. I've got great respect for Coach Marinelli, and he'll be a great sounding board along with you know guys like Travis Smith um, in, in understanding some of the personnel things. But as coaches, you got to you know watch the tape and formulate your own opinions as well. Coach, it's Ed Graney from the Review Journal in Las Vegas. Um, you talked about going and getting the ball, and obviously their takeaways have not been what John has wanted in three years, and I assume that comes down to players and talent. But are there other ways in your career you can see where those things can be created more to make it easier on a defense with the takeaways? Well, it is. You know, I've been a part of defenses where, you know, you're, you, you've done really well in getting takeaways, and then the next year, you, you know, you emphasize the same things and you're not quite as productive. So it's still, like I said, it's, it comes down to make sure the calls give players opportunity to get the ball out. And then there's a mindset to go get the ball and not miss any opportunities. And these are things we preach every week, every day in practice. You know, every rep is you know, about tackling. Every rep is about getting the ball. And it's kind of a mindset that we're trying to develop with the players. And, um, you know, and also I think there's innate ability. You know, there's guys that, you know, in college, they have a tendency to get the ball. They're ball hawks. And a lot of times that transfer, transfers over when they come into the NFL. So, you know, I think it's, it's important to have guys that, that have that mindset as well as I believe it can be developed. When you look at the building blocks to make this a defense that you want it to be, how far away, I mean, how, how far away are you? Do, you? do you kind of get a sense of that, that we need this, 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 and this to get where I need to be? Well, I think that, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. It'd be nice. I wish I could just tell you, okay, here's what we need to do, and here's how we got to get better. But really, I think everybody's going to have to improve. I, I, Coach Gruden and I talked about this. The way you see really great growth in a unit is when it's extremely uncomfortable. 
And I think that's that's the challenge that every player, every coach needs to feel is that uncomfortable piece of it to know that, hey, we got to all take our game to the next level. And I really believe the players, they're hungry to do that and they want to get that done. But, you know, obviously it starts up front. You need to be able to affect the quarterback. You know, when you look at stats year in and year out, they say, you know, if you stop the run, you know, if you're in the top five stopping the run, does that give you a great chance to make in the playoffs? But really the stat that's consistent is the ability to affect the quarterback. The other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. If you can affect the quarterback, you get a good chance to help your team, you know, make it to that level that you're all shooting for. And then, you know, you know, it goes on from there. So, you know, that's why I think up front is so important. And I think there's pieces in place there. But to give you a fair assessment, I'd really like to have a chance to really watch the film because sometimes in a system, they're going to play differently. You know, there might be guys that played on the closed side and we're going to ask them to play on the open side. You know, and sometimes you can see great improvement just because of that. So, you know, we'll evaluate everybody, but I am excited. I know there's a hungry group of guys and they want to get better. Now, this is being passed on from Coach Gruen and the guys that I met with. But you can tell, you know, when you see him play and Coach Marinelli talk about all the players and how much passion he has for them. You know, I know this is a great group to start with. I guess uh, just wondering uh, how much leeway you're going to have in terms of uh, uh, building your staff. Uh, if there's anybody already that's that's part of that um, that, that you're bringing over with you, or uh, and or uh, current player, current uh, coaches on the staff um, in terms of their status. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's some staff members here that I would still like to visit with and 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 uh, you know and check with them and see how they are and their feelings and where they're at with the process obviously there's you know I felt like we had a tremendous tremendous staff uh, with the chargers I mean uh, you know at all positions it really was I really enjoyed it and as many of those guys that we can bring if there is spots that are open um, you know that's always something that you take a look at but uh, there's some very good I mean like I said before guys like Rod Marinelli I mean Rod Marinelli and I didn't get a chance to work together at Tampa but I sure heard a lot about him and uh, there's so much respect for him and what he brings not only on the field but just developing coaches and developing players and the mindset so I mean we're going to put together a really good staff and it's going to be a staff that really we each can grow from each other on it. I really have a lot of hope for Gus Bradley. He really came up with his new defense. I think, I think this year he'll have a great opportunity because in 2020, the the Raiders spent 99% of their resources on offense, free agency, paying for offensive linemen. That's where their priority went. And our offense was pretty good for that reason. But the defense was a wasteland. They tried and failed to get defensive linemen. I'm just going to call it what it is. So far, the feral cat is hot and cold, but I don't see anybody double-teaming him. And even Max Crosby needs help because he is also not some guy that you have to double-team. I know that's an elite rusher. I know not everybody has him, but we got to find one because that's going to make a huge difference in the dynamic of our defense, no matter who the defensive coordinator is. So I'm hoping that the Raiders this year, this offseason, drop some ducats, pull out the wallet, get the everybody selling lemonade on the corners, get that money, 
and get that defense shored up a little bit, at least so we could contend next season. Even with a halfway decent defense, we could have made the playoffs. Think about it. (laughs) So I have a lot of faith and more so hope that Gus Bradley will come in here and handle his business. He's a great coach. He brings some good coaches with him as well. We're going to have some assistants added to the staff, which will help them teach our team how to play this defense. We have a off season this time. Heaven, you know, help us. I hope, God willing, that everybody gets a shot, and including the players, so that we can have a little more normalcy to the season. That would be nice to have true camp, true preseason, um, a true season, honestly. Welcome to In the Pocket with Rich Gannon. You know, we talked a lot last week about, you know, how important it would be to finish on a high note, right? To be able to go into the offseason with some momentum, some confidence, mm-hmm. uh, to even go get the 500, not to have a losing record. You know, we, we had the same situation in 99. We had that big win in Kansas City to start the uh, the new year, and uh, that was important for us. We went on to go 12-4 and four the next year. I just thought that Derek has showed great calm and composure and poise in critical situations this year. You know, you look for ways that areas where he got better at his, at his craft, that's one of them, in my opinion. You know, when all, everything around you is going crazy, to be able to keep a cool mind, especially with young players. You know, I just, I, to me, Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, you got a lot of young players out there in critical positions. And I think his ability to kind of orchestrate all that was impressive and that drive. Uh, and I just think that, that that's a huge win for this football team. I really believe we're going to look back in 2021 we say, where did all this start? You say, go back to what happened in week 17. It's not easy to go on the road uh, in the division. Uh, Denver had something to play for, in my opinion, as well. They want to finish their season strong. They're evaluating young players just like the Raiders. I just thought that was an important drive uh, when you and, and it got to have it situation. Yeah, and you talk about how difficult it is to win at Mile High. Coach Gruden has not been able to win his entire career at Mile High. So a huge one for Coach Gruden, obviously a huge one for the Raiders in terms of their offense. And like you said, momentum heading into the offseason. One thing the Raiders do struggle with, and we saw bits of it last uh, on Sunday, was struggling finishing games, struggling finishing the season. Why do you believe the Raiders struggle when it comes to finishing games? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons for it. I think you got to start first and foremost with the personnel. And let, let's be honest, in, in order to be really good on defense, you need pass rushers and cover corners. And that's an area where the Raiders have to continue to improve. I don't think it's any secret. I think at the end of the year, John Gruden, Mike Mayock, going to take a long, hard look at the personnel, personnel evaluations and in all three phases of the game, offense, defense, the kicking game. And then you start looking at scheme evaluation, Aaron. And I think defensively, you know, they made a, made a coaching change. Why they make the coaching change? Well, you have to take a look at the scheme. Why, why aren't they able to generate more pressure with their front four? Why are they not doing a better job in their coverage? Well, why are they having some communication breakdowns on the back end? Uh, you know, I think they're. Why are they not able to better be, be a top five run defense? You know, what? Where are the issues in terms of takeaways? Why are they not? Mm-hmm. You know, why are they not good in that area? Uh, the sacks. I mean, so I think you go back and look at scheme evaluation, look at personnel evaluation. 
Uh, and finally, I think, you know, you look at the culture of that locker room. Where can we get better in terms of leadership? Do we have leaders at every position on our football team, along the offensive line, in the secondary, at the wide receiver position? Or do we have a bunch of young guys? Or do we have a bunch of guys that have been around other teams? We need leaders in each area of our football team. I'm sure that's an area where Mike Mayock and John Gruden will continue to try and develop. Uh, and nurture that is so important i do know this mm-hmm. i think the future is bright especially on offense you look at the mm-hmm. two young receivers you look at the young running back darren waller Derek carr i mean the pieces are in place to have an explosive dynamic offensive football team got to continue to get healthy up front uh, the, the the tackle position particularly the right tackle position uh, the left guard position, those were areas where a lot of different players played. But to me, the focus in free agency in the draft has to be to continue to build the defense. you got a lot of young players on that side of the ball, somebody that can adjust and adapt his plan because you've got certain skill sets uh, with some of these young players. You have to be able to adjust your scheme to the personnel that's already there, the young players that they drafted in the first round. How are we going to make them better? How, where, Abram, how can we better utilize him? Uh, you know, you look at uh, you know, in terms of the linebacking position, you know, who are our linebackers? Are they are they fast flow guys? Are they you know they run stuffers? Are they can they play in space? You know, that's important. How are we how are we going to make Farrell a better pass rusher? You know how you know how do we how do we find a way to make Arnett a better cover corner? And is he a better blitzer? Can we put him in the slot? Where how else can we utilize his skill set? So those are the things I think he's going to have to do. And he's got to find a way to to work alongside John Gruden. He's going to find a way to work alongside Mike Mayock in terms of, hey, these are the players, the type of player that I'm looking for along the defensive line. These are the type of players that I need at the linebacker position. So that's that communication component, Aaron, is so important. The great organizations have great communication at every level of their organization. Yeah, and look, it has not been a conventional year by any stretch of the imagination. We had Eric Allen on our Raider Game Day post-game show uh, Sunday after the game, and he made a great point that with COVID and young players, they haven't been able to really do situational football quite like you would be able to in a more traditional football setting. And all of that being mixed in, of course, uh, has allowed, like you mentioned, some opportunities for miscommunication to happen. But strange year, one thing has been a complete highlight for me is getting to work with you, Rich Gannon. We love doing In the Pocket. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your insight and your wisdom each and every week. And we look forward to seeing you next year. Aaron, you're the best. Have a wonderful new year. Go Raiders. So let's get this done. Welcome, Gus Bradley, bro. You came from the tree. That's right. You didn't fall far from the tree because the rest of your compadres, Gruden and company, are here in Vegas. So get it done. We got all the faith in you. The Raider Nation is behind you 110%. However, there's a lot of muffling about this friendship deal, um, <laughs> moving people in. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope not. I hope it's not an issue. I hope it is a positive for this organization. I think it will be. I got my hopes because our offense is doing it. Our defense does it. If they get to doing it, it could be fun next season. And that is all I'm going to say about that. Greater Greg. Why? My name is.
Raider Greg. And nobody's jumping ship, but I got my life preserver. Oh, one more thing. You can take that terrible towel and wipe your ass with it. I love it. Well, not that we have to stir up any controversy about Derek Carr, who again in three seasons threw 4,000 yards. Good job. A lot of good about Derek Carr. Liking him. He's a good guy. He can take us there. I know that. However, (laughs) there's always going to be a rumor. There's always going to be something. And this rumor is pretty insane. Deshaun Watson could be traded by the Texans or released. I'm not sure there's something to do with the contract, but he might request a trade and out of the Texans locker room. And there's a lot of kind of scuttlebuttle. Not that it means anything because right now we're paying a lot of money out to the QB position and it paid off for one game. However, I don't know what direction. I think Derek Carr is going to keep his job. But boy, what a great pickup that would be. But uh, that's too much money going to that room. That's for show. I don't think they're going to get rid of Derek Carr. I think he deserves a chance with a good defense next year to get the job done. Someone, though, has to counsel him on pocket awareness. (laughs) He needs a severe pocket awareness training. (laughs) as you all know all right Raider Nation yeah that's the rumor I'm going to kibosh it I think it's going to go away but um, there are worse rumors trust me and that is all I have to say about that all right it's time for the bone line 1-800-620-7181 7189, get on on the bone line and let me tell you, <laughs> it's the off season. Yes, I usually go dark or quiet, you know, usually go fishing around this time of year. Um, not going anywhere right now. So we're doing the show. We're going to continue it on. So call the bone line for whatever business you want to talk about quarterbacks, talk about linemen, talk about the draft. There's nothing out of touch here at the Raider Nation podcast. All right, now. Our caller. And our first caller is the Jersey Boy Raider. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nations, the Jersey Boy Raider. Hey, just one, baby. Nice to get a W. Nice way to end the season because I don't think we've had a win in our finale. I think they said 10 years. And hey, I don't care if it's a July volleyball game on the beach in Jersey, okay? Want to beat the Broncos, want to beat the Chiefs and Chargers, any chance you get. So that is a, that's a good win for us. We needed that to end out the season, maybe get some momentum. I'm trying to stay positive because it's been a rough year, whether it's COVID, this country. We're, we're even divided as a Raider Nation, you know. It, it's tough. It, you look at the social media, things like that. Sometimes I'm surprised some of the things I'm reading. But you know what, guys? I feel it, too. I get it all out, and then I think about it. And I before I call you, Raider Greg, I'm, I'm trying to be positive into the next year because, like you said on the last show, we're close. We're a lot closer than we think. And the thing is, we just need a couple pieces, right? One, offense. Offense did great this year, 
but we're, we still need the household. We need the receiver. Ruggs, I hope he's the guy. Edwards, all right. Well, welcome to the, welcome to the season. Got a touchdown there. Yeah, it was great. I like the talent he's got, but who's going to step up and be that guy, that Hoskins, right, that Michael Thomas? We need one of those. And look what Derek Carr is doing, right, with the wide receiver court we have. I, I like Aguilar. Who would have thought, right? Keep him. But is he going to always be a true number one? I don't know. Is Ruggs going to step up and be a true number one? I don't know. That, that is something to think about, though. And, guys, look, Waller, what can you say? Huge shout-out to him. Game ball around. Great season. I love Timmy Brown. Oh, my favorite writer, him and Howie, but. Hey, great, great season, Waller. And Josh Jacobs, another 1,000-yard season. Eh, definitely a dip from the, from the previous season. Had some injuries dealt with there. But Derek Carr, you know, 4,000 yards quietly for the third year in a row. All the greater quarterbacks done that. And he's doing it with, like I said, that receiving quarter that he has, right, and Waller. And at least we have a running game. When the offensive line is on, hey, we are a very dangerous offense. So let's shift gears for a second. The reason why Carr has so many fourth quarter comebacks, right, more than any other quarterback in, in, in NFL right now in the last seven years is because of the defense, right? you got to score. There, I mean, Greg, Greg, we talk about it how many times? At least 34, 35 points a game, right? Took us 40 to beat the Chiefs. Guys, until we get that defense. Defense, defense, defense in the offseason, right? Free agency, the draft, everything. And the last thing I'll say is what we've had to endure as a Raider Nation has not been easy. But, guys, I think we're close. I think we're close. And with that being said, let's have a good offseason. Enjoy your new year. Okay? Stay, stay safe and healthy. Raider Greg, thank you for everything that you do. Jersey Boy Raider, out. You know, that's a great summation, really, of our season. We had great athletes. You know, Waller was a beast. Jacobs, again. Carr had a great season. You know, we had uh, success. I think rugs will get better. You know, we gotta we can't throw this guy on the weeds yet. He's just started. He's gonna get way better next year. He's gonna practice harder and be more in tune with our offense, along with everybody else. We need to help on the offensive line. We gotta find some big boys up front. I think we gotta get rid of uh Bent Brown and move forward uh with a new offensive line. We need to get, find someone who's mean. Um, you know, you know what I mean by offensive. A gnarler. Someone who's going to be deep dog mean in the trenches. That, and I think the rest is defense. I think for sure if we would have had a decent defense, we'd have been in the playoffs this year. I agree. I think we're going places. I think we have an offense already that's improving as they stay together. It's a perfect time, like I've said before. Financially, time-wise, we're in a good spot. Um, but I also said the cap will be lower this year. We're still in a good spot. So let's rearrange what we got going on here. Let's look to see, look to see what we got happening, who we're going to keep. Listen, our line on the defense was nothing to, la to laugh about and nothing to be proud about last year. So we need... Help <laughs> on the on the defensive line. One guy that can help Max will make a huge difference, and our team will do much better all the way around. Thirty-five points, right? We shouldn't have to do that next year, and that's my hope, and that's what I'm hoping. Appreciate the call, brother, as always. Well, that is it for the Raider Nation podcast. Raider fans all over, man. It's been my honor this year. It's still an honor to be the longest-running professional sports podcast ever. 
in history. Let me say this for sure, as an American, I want to speak to the Americans, which is everybody listening to me for the most part. It's time to come together as Americans. I've had many times in my 63 years I've had guys I didn't like in office and guys I did. But regardless of that, you have to trust in your government. You have to trust in something. If you trust in God, you have to trust in our country. And we got to come together, man. This is craziness. Let's be a Raider Nation that hangs together. Because the craziness I see is is nuts. And uh, this has happened before in history. We cannot repeat that huge mistake. I love you guys. I am Raider Greg. And I am out. Out.